Good day and welcome once again to your moment with the voice of God. We're so happy to have you here with us on this beautiful Sunday morning or Sunday evening, wherever you are watching us from. While you are here with us, would you take a moment to click like and subscribe on the video and also share this with some of your friends. You know that they are going to be tremendously blessed by what is going to be coming to you. And as you're coming in, would you also take the moment to give your tithes and your offerings right now in this moment. Instead of waiting for later, the Bible tells us that we come into the presence of God not with empty hands, but we come ready to give to the King of Kings. So you can do that right now. Take advantage of this moment. Those of you that were able to join us this past Wednesday, you will remember that our prophet taught us on three particular things. That we are blessed and favored of God so long as we have the presence of God, so long as we have a teaching priest in our lives, and so long as we have the principles and the commandments of God in our lives. And people of God, once again we are here in studio with our prophet and our teaching priest. Would you help me honor our man of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew? Amen. Prophet, once again, thank you for this moment to hear the voice of God. You've been teaching us and carrying us on this realm of understanding, the glory of God. We've had doors that have been opened to us that we didn't know exist, whether it was through information that we had never had unlocked to us or we had never heard of it before. But I know that I have been changed through this and continue to be transformed. Mm -hmm. And we thank God for all the testimonies that have been coming in, people who have experienced the power and the presence of God understanding in a different level we want to thank you for this grace that we are under we thank god we thank god we are happy that uh, we are doing something different um, we do not know where the wind blows so it's good to do things differently once mm -hmm. in a while and uh, I thought it will be good for us to start off with this, that we are able to eat at the table. That is a blessing from the Lord. So I want to say a blessing over all your tithes and offerings. May the Lord protect your finances from the devourer, because that is a promise. God spoke in Malachi, he said, bring your tithes and see. That is a challenge, that is an open challenge that God has given man. See if I will not open the windows of heaven and bless you. So you know that this morning, as you come near to the Lord, that that area is covered by the grace of God. So we... We... So far, the Lord has been leading us in a beautiful way. I have been enjoying myself hearing the Lord. So today we want to see how the Lord will lead us. Uh, the, we, were, we were talking about the glory realm. We've been talking about the book of Revelation. And on Sundays, I specifically said it is connected to what is happening on Wednesdays. It's the same train that requires two tracks. 
and uh, for all those that have been part of that journey and all those that have been the publishers of the word of god you've not just heard it but you have carried the word to your friends to your families may the lord reward you as you publish it may the lord cause grace to be multiplied so we we are at that point in the book of revelation i believe uh, we were we were had we were covering revelation chapter 1 mm-hmm. and uh, you know mom and i we were talking yesterday and saying you know it's it's the dilemma is do we go deep do we not go deep do we at what point do we stop do we um, so i want to go slow today a little and take time so that uh, we are all on the same page for those who are at home i pray that your spirits are prepared to receive it usually we have a worship song that they used to prepare um, themselves but i hope that today you are ahead of the game and that you are up and ready to hear from the lord because the attention and the adoration that you give to the word of god is the level at which the word of god will be revealed and manifested even physically yes there is a grace that is available where even physically the word that is coming to you can be made available the scripture talks about that holy moment where they ate the manna in the desert and then later on prophetically in the book of psalms that moment was captured and said that they ate the food of the angels the bread of the angels so you're looking at at them eating something and it was physical and then it is saying that the angels eat that bread mm-hmm. so when we think of angels we think of them as spiritual beings and we as physical beings yeah. yet you are saying that the spiritual beings ate something which has to be spiritual hey and then that spiritual bread was now in the hands of these israelites and they were able to touch it and they were able to chew it they could feel it in their mouth they could taste it it was tangible mm. they could feel it go down their throat and yet that was a spiritual food and it became a physical substance in their mouth so there is a moment where you can give a 
kind of attention to the word of god when the word of god moves from the spiritual state and it begins to come to you to a physical realm that is why the bible says now faith is the substance meaning you can touch it <laughs> so when you hear the word of god that is coming from the spirit we're not talking about an intellectual exercise we're talking about word that is coming from a deep place now you can as a spirit being receive that word in a higher dimension mm. where now that word literally becomes physical it starts manifesting in different areas of your life even as i'm speaking i believe the presence of god is taking over certain individuals in a mighty way i sense that the word as it is coming today it will do some mighty things in your house as the word is coming to you today as you just sit and just enjoy the word of god as you eat of the living word the life of god that is in the word will begin to go inside of you and i am prophetically saying this to you that there are certain things that will melt under the power of the holy spirit as you hear this word of god i believe that today as the word is coming into your house as the word is echoing in your rooms something beautiful is happening anything that is not of god must evacuate today in the name of jesus any darkness that is stealthily entered into your place of dwelling must evacuate as this word is coming to you in the name of jesus any sickness in your body especially any growth that is not supposed to be in your body as the word of god gently comes to you people of god you're going to witness certain growths melt in your body just as the wax melts with the fire by the end of this word some of your reports are going to become negative in the name of jesus so that's where we are headed to this morning are you ready pastor i'd like to answer that question <laughs> we will go back to there is one portion that i f- i feel we haven't exhausted yet and that's how we need to study the scriptures we need to clean it up mm. we leave no crumbs behind amen we need to eat the word well 
so if you go back to the book of revelation chapter 2 verse 1 that's where we last ended go ahead in revelation chapter 2 verse 1 It says to the angel of the church in Ephesus write hmm. the words of him who holds the seven stars so the words these are the words of whom the description is saying these are the words of whom of he who holds the seven okay. stars so go on these are the words of whom him who holds the seven stars okay so the first part we we discussed that last time i explained how the stars represent the men of god and uh, we need to touch the second part a little more go on who holds the seven stars in his right hand okay who walks among the seven golden lamps who walks among the golden lampstands He holds the stars and walks among the seven golden lampstands. Yes. So this I told you some time ago we need to draw our attention to that mm-hmm. because the lampstands represent the church. But what I would like to do today let's zoom in on that lampstands we are going to we are going to allow the holy spirit to just take us deeper mm. and see why the lampstands now sometime ago i've lost count of of when it was or I talked to you about the light how the lord is a light we are the reflection of the light and some people were really upset with me and uh, so when you know something frustrates the devil we have to say it again uh, the lord says that i am the light of the world and then he looks at us and he calls us he says now you are the light of the world. So we said if God calls you light never to be so humble that you wouldn't want to acknowledge that you are a light. Mm-hmm. Uh, for crying out loud as simple as that is not complicated but it would make people uncomfortable to step up and call themselves by the name that God calls them. Yes. So then we I think it was Matthew Matthew chapter 5 start with verse 14. In Matthew 5:14 mm-hmm. is where it says that you are the light of the world. Mm-hmm. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Mm-hmm. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, mm-hmm. but on a stand. and it gives light to all in the house so if you were like me when we studied this topic and when the lord very took us deep 
about how we are the light of this world and the city and the structures and the systems and all that. Mm. At that moment, you can understand the Lord is giving us a humongous honor yes. and responsibility. Yes. And then the next verse, he's he's talking about a lamp. Mm. Yes. So he's talking about you are the city on a hill. And then he's talking about a lamp. A lamp is not hidden under a basket. But as it is it is kept in a higher position. Mm -hmm. So so you you have to that has to wrestle inside your spirit if you are somebody who's who's been on our journey you know how we like to study every single word yes. so you're looking at why would jesus go on talking about a light you being the light and you are supposed to light up the entire city mm -hmm. and then the next verse he's talking about a lamp <laughs> how what understanding should we have because the way I like to understand the scripture is I want to see it yes I don't want to just hear it mm. I want to see it I want to visualize it. I want to walk around it I want to examine it I want to be there um, I enjoy that I like what you just said prophet I want to be there hmm <laughs> <laughs> If you then use human logic, it, it, that image doesn't suit well. Because mm -hmm, yeah. you're talking about a city that is being lighted. Mm -hmm. And then the next image that you have visually, those two verses don't match. Unless you are a spirit being talking. Now when you talk about the same thing, your measurement is different. So the moment you look at a verse like that and you think about a lamp, you are now thinking about a baby lamp, something, something, something like this. Yeah, you're looking at something like this and you're thinking, okay, you know, Jesus is saying you're not supposed to hide this fellow under the under the um, the basket. You're supposed to raise it up, right? But now, the same metaphor. What if Jesus was not talking about a candle in your house? What if the eyes of Jesus? He is not just in the present mm -hmm. he is in the past yeah. and he is in the future yes. he is the beginning and he is the end so when you hear the words of Jesus you can't hear him in in one dimension alone Ooh. you know I can I can feel <laughs> this is going to go all day I have to pray for grace this is why you have to have permission 
to enter into this kind of information which is not easily out there but when that access is given to you mm. you begin to see how the whole bible is one yes wow it is not starting in matthew it is not ending in revelation you're looking at a whole book that is multidimensional you are seeing how everything was over from genesis itself because the lamp was slain before the foundations so before genesis chapter 1 where the foundation was laid for the earth revelation was already over wow <laughs> so how does one one look at it and assume that that that, that it is about one verse without looking at it comprehensively and seeing what was the author thinking what did the author have in mind what was the heart of the author where else has the author put placed this information so i want to show you how the lord is both in the old and in the new and i want to show you how you are in the scriptures amen so hey we're going to get started now if we're hungry we're ready to learn teach us if you will please open your bibles to zechariah chapter 4 you will see a prophetic fulfillment zechariah chapter 4 we we need to go to verse 6 but let us start with verse verse 1 onwards let's start with verse 1 yeah zechariah chapter 4 starting at verse 1 mm. And the angel who talked with me came again and woke me like a man who was awakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, "What do you see?" I said, "I see and behold a lampstand all of gold with a bowl on top of it and seven lamps on it with seven lips on each of the lamps that are on the top of it. And there are two olive trees by it, one on the right of the bowl and the other on its left. And I said to the angel who talked with me, "What are these, my lord?" Then the angel who talked with me answered and said to me, "Do you not know what these are?" I said, "No, my lord." It's very interesting there. So the man of God is seeing a vision now. and he can see the candlesticks and he's seeing the details of the candlestick we will go into that uh, then he's seeing the two olive trees he's seeing that two those details and then he's asking the angel what is it and and the angel returns the question to him 
saying, do you not know what this is? Like it's, it's almost, isn't it obvious when somebody is asking you, what is this? It is assumed that you are asking that because you do not know what it is. And the angel returns the question back to him and he's saying, do you not know what is this? Meaning it was expected of you. You are a prophet. We expected you to know. So now the angel is asking, are you sure you don't know what this is? Because and as an angel being a spirit being, following the things of God, angel is looking at this moment at, Obviously, it is something that the angel assumes that everybody is supposed to know because of its prominence. Oh. Because of its importance, because of its significance, the angel says, you're supposed to know this. Because this is something that the whole of the Bible all of this journey is surrounding this candlesticks. And now you are saying you don't know this. So the angel is, is surprised. He's asking, do you not know this? And then he goes on. Okay, let's read it. Yes, then in verse 6, it says, Then he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of wow. hosts. The way the angel responds to his question is to give him an, a wholesome answer. Okay, he says, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by the spirit. Mm. So he's looking at that beautiful sight, and then he's saying, all of this that which you are seeing is not going to be happening by might. All of this that which you are watching has got nothing to do with power, but it has got everything to do with the things of the spirit. Okay. So you're looking at an answer that is given to him. And then if you go down in that chapter. He goes on to explain how the two olive trees are the two prophets that will later on in the book of Revelation that will come. Okay. So you're looking at in the Old Testament a prophecy about the revelation what will happen in the in the book of Revelation. Yes. That is you will see the the fullness of this moment in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 23. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 23, please. Revelation chapter 21 verse 23 says, And the city has no need of sun or moon to wow. shine on it. Give me, give me one verse above that, please. Starting in verse 22. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. Okay, so this is talking about the city of God. 
Yes. Okay, and then? And the city has no need of sun mm -hmm. or moon. No need of sun. Yeah. No need of the moon. Why? To shine on it mm -hmm. for the glory of God. Yes. Gives it light. For the glory of the Lord gives it light. And its lamp mm. is the lamb. Oh my God. The lamp is who? It is the lamb. Jesus. It is the lamb of God. Jesus Christ. All this while we, we've been set up for something now. Everything is now tying into place. Now this is, didn't even start with Zechariah. You can trace it all the way when the tabernacle started. Wow. Okay. So you're looking at in this place, it's, it's talking, saying Jesus is that lamp. Jesus is that candle. Mm -hmm. So now, now there's two things now. We've been teaching all this while that the candlesticks is the church. Yes. And now we are understanding that that candle is the Lord Jesus. So which is it? Which is it? That is where the veil has to be lifted up. And as we behold, we are going from one degree of glory to another. Wow. That means we are also the lamp. Mm. But we have a goal. We have a target. And that target is that we grow into His stature. Wow. Now, if you understand, we are going from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. The more we behold Him, we are now becoming like that lamp who is the Christ. So our brightness, as we shine brighter and brighter, we are growing into Him. So when you see Jesus standing among the lampstands, yes. you're not looking at a baby lampstand, right? No. So by the time we reach in the book of Revelation, He's looking about, about a generation. He's talking about a generation that has grown to his stature. Come on. So when we reach heaven, we will not remain as baby candles. Thank you, Jesus. We will grow into his height. Mm. We will grow into him. We will completely look like him. That is the objective. So you're looking at Jesus standing among the lampstands. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at one lampstand who is the lamp. Yes. And we, that which is becoming like him. And that is the journey that we are undertaking this morning. To understand 
how can we get to that place mm-hmm. how can we get to that glory how can we get to that place where we are no more a lap that is being hidden under a basket but our lamp we can grow in stage where now this light can shine so bright that it can shine and light an entire city that it can grow in stage now this light is able to light an entire nation now this light shines brighter where an entire generation is lit with the light you carry we're going from glory to glory so we need to understand this lamp stands and this jesus go with me to proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27 proverbs 20 and verse 27 please from proverbs chapter 20 starting in verse 27 the spirit of man is the lamp of the lord the spirit of the man is is the lamp mm-hmm. of the lord okay searching all his innermost parts okay so here is the answer here is the answer so why the lamp stands and why jesus standing this mm-hmm. is this was makes it simple and clear for us the spirit of the man is functioning like what like the lord the the lamp which is a representation of the lord yes so when we look at our spirits now we know it is the spirit that the scriptures are talking about when he say you are the light of the world it is talking about your spirit is the light so the level at which your spirit can shine is the level at which you will begin to become more effective the more you will be able to touch and transform your spirit and and that spirit has um assignment what is the assignment searching all the innermost parts of the body okay innermost parts yeah. what does that mean that means the spirit now has an assignment of looking into the deep parts not the external ones not the surface ones it goes searching for the things of the deep now want to give you something that yes. will help us you will see when god speaks to us he does not speak to our ears he speaks to our spirit yes yeah because of this voice 
because the spirit has a function. It is a flame. The spirit. Okay? It has a function. It is constantly searching. Mm. Inward parts, meaning the deep parts. Now, if you can remember a few weeks ago, I taught you about the deep calls unto deep. So the spirit has a way of searching for the deep things of God. It is continually looking for what is the right thing. There is a God vacuum in every Mm -hmm. human being, Mm -hmm. whether they are believer, non-believer. The spirit is supposed to shine Mm -hmm. and the shining happens by searching the deep and when they hold the things of the deep they shine brighter the deeper they go the brighter they begin to shine and this is the reason why the enemy would not like us to go to the depth This is the reason why the enemy will say, ah, just be a happy Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, I love Jesus. I accept Jesus. I just want to go to heaven. No. Your spirit has an assignment from heaven. And that assignment is to search the deep. That is why the Bible says, it is the glory of God to hide. And it is the glory of the kings to search it out. So, God, in order for God to be God, mm-hmm. the way he, he functions, now we are studying about the characteristics of God, this should get us, those yeah. who really are hungry students will get excited when they are able to peek into the characteristics of God. And this is one of it. When God created the nature of God, The glory of God is that he has not shared everything. Even Jesus, you see, he said, I have have much to say, but you cannot bear it. But when the Holy Spirit comes, he will teach you. So you're looking at the way, the manner at which your God works, the glory the 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 greatness of who he is mm-hmm. that he is not somebody who's put everything out there for display mm-hmm. yes so there is a glory children of god hear me there's a glory in modesty because not everything is for display you look at that the way god has created right from the book of Genesis. Mm. You see, when God created Adam, he hid Eve in in him. Wow. It was not God searching outside. Eve was inside Adam. This is the glory of God. You look at how God created the garden. He created the river in the garden and hid all the resources, all the gold, precious metal under the water. 
So in order for somebody to mine that gold, they have to now first find a device that can sustain them for an extended period of time underwater. And then they must find another device that will give them the possibility of digging deep into that bed of that river. And they will have to find another device that can take that gold and transport it to the land. So you're looking at systems now. God is God because of this. That he has not put everything easily available. Mm. And that is why understanding has to be connected. It is not easily available. When you look at something that is easily available, that is a suspect. Mm. (laughs) When you look at If I can trouble the waters. Oversimplified. I won't go there. (laughs) If you look at the way God has prepared his bride. He wants to make sure that the bride that is coming to heaven is not a foolish one. It is a wise bride. And therefore, he has intentionally covered some things. He's intentionally made some valleys. He's intentionally allowed certain trials. He has allowed enemy, the accuser of the brethren, to try some of his people. Yet none of that is to destroy you. But it is so that your spirit that is designed to search may search the things of God. And in searching, in searching it, not in quitting. Some people quit too soon. They're like, ah, this is too complicated. They won't last 20 minutes of an information like this because they're like, you know, just keep it simple. You know, just keep it simple. They would want to want to just dilute things. They don't want to go to the deep because that exercise is what makes your light shine bright. They look at Daniel and kings and queens come searching for him. Why? Because Daniel sought to understand. He sought it. He searched for it. Mm. He fasted for it. He had encounters with the angels that gave him. When a king would give him a puzzle, he would say, 
let me go back and pray and let me come back. And he would go crying to the God of the universe, saying, give me understanding in this area. And the more he sought it, the more he received it. And the more he received it, the more his light shone, shined brightly. That is how our spirits are made. Our spirits are designed to go into the things of the deep that God in his glory has hidden. So don't take no for an answer, people of God. Come on. When you're facing a hurdle, when you're facing a sickness, when you're facing an impossibility, when you're facing waves, ha, a child of God looks at it and gets excited because you are now having something to solve. This is your characteristic. This is what you're designed for. You are designed to solve problems. Your spirit is designed. Your spirit is not designed to be in a land without problems. One more time. Did you hear what I said? I said your spirit is not designed to be in a land without problems. Your spirit is designed in such a way that you are drawn to complicated situations. Oh my goodness. You are drawn to dry bones. Wow. You are drawn to a valley of darkness. And you say, my spirit, I'm going to go seeking. And the more I search, the more I'm, I'm, my light is going to shine brightly. So we got to now, Good go seeking because that's what our spirits are designed for. We start with the milk, but we are designed to go to the meat. Mm. I want to chew and we want to go deep. Yes. So please help me read from the book of Exodus, mm. chapter 25, verse 31 onwards, please. Exodus 25, starting at verse 31. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be made of hammered work. Its base, its stem, its cups, its calyxes, and its flowers. No, no, God, let's make it simple. It's, it's, would you give me another version, uh, a much simpler version? What version are you reading from? I pulled up the NLT. All right. in translation. Let's do that. Go ahead. Once again from verse 31. Mm-hmm. Make a lampstand mm. of pure hammered gold. Okay. That's very important. Not just gold. It has to be pure gold. Mm. Okay. That is now we are now studying about the what? The lampstand. Okay, but the fact is, as we study this, we are now studying about ourselves. Okay, so now we are studying about you. That's where we are now. Okay, one more time, Pastor. Make a lampstand of pure hammered gold. Make the entire lampstand and its decorations Mm -hmm. of one piece. 
the base, center stem, lamp cups, buds and petals. So you, 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 you will now begin to understand how God sees things. He's saying, I want the entire thing in gold. You know, people don't understand the heart of God. They are allergic to gold and they are allergic to prosperity. They'll have a very tough time when they reach heaven. Heaven is going to be an expensive place. And this is now God's command on earth. Mm. And He's saying, this is what I want you guys to do. This is the excellence that I want to see. Mm. Every bit of it, every part of that lampstand, I want it to be two things. One, I want it to be pure gold. Yes. Meaning in that gold, it has to have the, the least amount of adulteration. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now we all know how you get that purity of gold. How do we get that purity of gold, people of God? We get it through throwing gold into burning furnace. So we're talking about what? Talking about the candlesticks. Okay, who is the candlesticks? It was the churches. We are the candlesticks. We are the candlesticks. So what material is, is the Lord expecting us to be? We have to be pure as gold. And how is gold purified? It is only purified by fire. A believer that thinks that they can reach the purity any other ways is simply fooling themselves. Mm. The way we can reach that purity of gold, as the scripture talks about, is allowing ourselves to go through that purification process mm. of going through furnaces. And the more we go in through the fires, the more you will see all the dirt rises above. Mm. The more we are purified, the more the dirt surfaces. So I want to stay here for a second. Sometimes when we get closer to the things of God, we need to understand we are getting closer to the furnace of God. One more time. Yeah. When we get closer to the things of God, we get closer to the fire of God. Mm. When we get closer to the fire of God, because we love this Jesus, we love God. So we, we run after God. We get closer to God. And then when we get closer, we see more of our dirt surfacing up. Yes. More of our flaws will come up. Mm. And you're thinking, what is going on? I am in the best season of my life. Yes. I love Jesus today more than I have loved Jesus in the last 10 years. And here I am in a season where I'm closer to the fire more than ever. And it is only causing hidden dirt that I didn't even know existed in me. It is now surfacing to the top. This is where Satan, the great deceiver, will come and start telling you, look, 
you are not worthy look this is how messed you are look at all the junk that is in your head you think you are getting closer to god but look what mess is coming out how could you even think of that what the fire essentially does is that it it searches the things that is deep in our character deep in our dna mm-hmm. deep that is passed down by generations yeah as we get closer it all starts manifesting it all starts coming up now when you face it you have no other way than to kill it wow you either face it or you flee from it many people when their spirituality gets intense things of god intense suddenly you see all that hidden anger is manifesting you just finished praying 3 hours and then you come out and now you you're acting weird and you're thinking what is going on with me i'm not supposed to have these thoughts what in the mm. world is happening to me yeah. the lord is exposing that dirt that was all the while inside hidden wow he's saying now i want to bring it up so that you will fix it and you will completely be purified now there's a second process to this pure gold yes that part is the hammered pure gold mm-hmm. because he's not just looking for gold that is pure and soft okay because there's a danger with a gold that is purified so much mm-hmm. yet not hammered because it can break oh wow it can fall apart it is too soft it is too fragile it's gone through so much of burning so much of that furnace mm. that now if it does not go to the second stage of being hammered with a hammer the hammer represents the word of god the word of god has a way of hammering in a way not to destroy it mm. but to now strengthen and perfect this gold so what a hammer does is 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 pressing it in that gold that's already purified it it hammers it in so that there is no space in between two molecules there is no air bubbles in wow. between the two oh. molecules there oh. is no air that has penetrated this this gold that it is hammered to wow. the point where it is now solid and strong where now it can be used for the master's use for an extended period so you are not just looking for the the purity and the shine but it was looking for longevity if the word has not hammered you day after day week after week oh people of god as good you may feel when the wind comes 
you'll be blown away. But when the word of God has hammered and strengthened your inner being, mm. nobody can take you away. Nobody can take you away from the light of God. Nobody can. Yes, as broken you may be feeling inside you, the word has a way of strengthening you. So sometimes you will hear the hammering of the Lord and you will feel, is it God being upset with me? It's quite the opposite. The Lord loves you enough that he has strengthened you with his word that is being pushed into every part of your heart. It has a way of going into your bone and your marrows that every cell in you now becomes a strong light and your light becomes brighter and brighter. The more it is hammered, the more your light will begin to shine brightly. So if you can just go down to verse 40, you will begin to see a specific reason why these details were mentioned regarding the lampstand. Go on. Yes, in once again in Exodus 25, verse 40. Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Make everything according to a pattern. Yes. Pattern of what? Of what is shown on the mountain. Moses here, he is seeing something that is happening in another world. Mm -hmm. So he's saying that, I want you to build it according to that pattern. Okay. Now fast forward to the book of Revelation. Mm -hmm. You see that lamp. So what was Moses seeing? <laughs> you are saying that this was is about a pattern he was seeing in heaven. So he was seeing a lamp and he's saying, okay, you have to do it exactly like this. You have to follow this detail. And then in the book of Revelation, we are seeing that lamp and that lamp is who? The lamp is the Christ. So you're looking at the parallels. That is why when people look at a Old Testament part and they they and they push it away by saying it's the Old Testament. What they don't know. Why did they call it the Old Testament? It is because they think it came old and then the New Testament came new. But is that the order? Is that the order? So the way they would say is, ah, we don't need to consider the Old Testament because it is old. But is it really old? Or did the New Testament come first? Whoa. Man of God, this is too deep. <laughs> this is too deep. You are looking at a moment in the Old Testament, 
where he got an information from the New Testament. Wow. <laughs> I can go through many moments in the Old Testament and I can establish to you where did the communion come? Was it really in the New Testament? Wait, 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 because you know, our re religious minds are going to be going off the charts with this information. Oh, we, this is amazing. We're looking at the communion in the New Testament and we, we say, hey, Jesus gave the communion, but did communion really start in the New Testament? Why didn't we see how Malkisedek, who the Bible says has no father and mother, he brought bread and wine to Abraham. Now, since we are, we have started troubling people. Is tithe really Old Testament? Didn't Old Testament start with the laws? Didn't Abraham give his tithe even before Moses received the laws? Didn't he give it to Melchizedek? who has no beginning or the end, people of God. We are now searching the things that were hidden, the hidden things, saying, according to the pattern that which you are seeing. So there was an existing pattern. Read that again, please. Once again, in verse 40, mm. be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. Mm. So he is on the mountain, on the top. And while we are consecrating ourselves to pursue, mm -hmm. that is when you begin to see things that nobody else has seen before. So don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Now, this lampstand that was so important to the Lord, where you see that the importance of it is the fact that Christ is that lampstand and we are becoming the lampstand. There was another integral part. I believe it is in Exodus 35. It talks about even the oil had to be purified and it had to be from the olive seeds. It had to be beaten in a certain way so that the most purest form of that oil can come out of that seed. And that pure oil is what would be used to light the lamp. The oil was as important because we, we see that while we studied the virgins that were left behind because they forgot the oil. Mm, yes. So they had the lamps, but what they had forgotten was what? The oil. It was the oil. So you can, your spirit, in order for it to shine, 
there is an ingredient that is needed. It is the oil. oil. It is the oil. So you can study about that in two verses. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Psalms 45, verse 7, please. Psalms 45, verse 7. And after that, we will... Yeah, go ahead. Psalms 45, verse 7. It says, you love justice and hate evil. Okay, you love justice. Now, this is the nature of God that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The nature of God, people of God, the nature of God is he loves justice. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. And you hate evil. And you hate evil. You love justice and hate evil. Okay. Therefore, God, your God, mm-hmm. has anointed you. Yes. So when you hate evil, when you hate the things that God hates, mm. when you are passionate about the righteousness of God, what does He do? He says He anoints you. He anoints you with what? Pouring out of the oil of joy. He pours out the oil. So that means the oil, we don't get it. He gives us the oil. And what does that oil stand for? He pours out the oil. Okay, go on. He pours out the oil of joy on you. Oil of joy. So the oil represents something in the scriptures. The oil represents joy. 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 So there is a connection here with the lamp, which is your spirit, Mm -hmm. and the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength and is talking about how the the strength is is coming because the oil is full. So it was by command the priest had to go into the temple every day and clean the wick. Mm -hmm. So the parts where it would burn, you had to go and clean it out so that it would continue to burn without any flickering. Oh, wow. Now, mind you, in the tabernacle, there was no natural light. Six layers of skin had covered the tabernacle. So there was no way that light, natural light could penetrate. The only light that was available was from this lamp. Ah. Wow. So you're looking at at this lamp that had to be carefully cleaned up every day. People of God, this is our job. This is our job that every day we clean our spirits, our lamps from every adulteration of the world. We are of this world that is impossible that there is no there is no adulteration, impossible. You Mm. turn on TV, Mm. there is adulteration. You turn on your cell phone, there is adulteration. Mm. You go out to the nearest park, there is adulteration. Mm. You go out, anywhere you go, the enemy has very carefully kept deception to deceive your spirit, the lamp, Mm -hmm. to make sure that your lamp does not burn bright so that it can introduce certain distractions wow. <laughs> some distractions you're very curious you're like oh i just want to know i just want to understand but that distraction 
which is now becoming your attraction is orchestrated by satan to quench your light can you run away from it so as a priest remember this as a priest we are called the royal priest yes yeah what are we supposed to do then every day clean the lamp not feel guilty not beat yourself up i've said this before god is not looking for sorry he's just looking for us to do better mm. he's not looking for self pity he's not looking for us to cry oh god i come back to you i forgive me no 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 he just wants you to rise up from where you've fallen clean the wick and let the light bright there is a reason why the bible says in the book of hebrews that he sympathizes he is the high priest that sympathizes with our weaknesses yes. meaning he's saying that there is nothing that has touched your spirit that i am not aware of wow. <laughs> there is no temptation that you are facing that he is not aware of there is nothing that you have done this week where god is sitting up in heaven and saying huh? did you see what she did mm-hmm. yeah You may feel miserable about it but believe me God is not shocked. He made you. He knows your flaws. He knows your weaknesses. Satan would like to dangle those weaknesses but that's not who God is. God sympathizes with it. He weeps with you. He's looking at you and he's saying my child rise up and clean that lamp. And that oil must flow when you pursue righteousness remember this remember this Are you with me yes. righteousness must be pursued justice must be pursued second yeah. timothy 222 says flee all those things and pursue righteousness so you're supposed to flee from temptations and pursue righteousness and peace so you cannot expect you to just be in righteousness even though you are the righteousness mm-hmm. you have to pursue it is not a passive moment mm. it is an intentional active yes. purposeful living where you daily go and clean that wick see i see something because remember your lamp the spirit is is seeking the deep things it searcheth is what the bible says is searcheth mm-hmm. your spirit yeah. if you don't deal with what your spirit is searching out if you find something that is not supposed to be in your spirit if you don't search it out and remove it your spirit now gets confused oh wow i hope i'm helping somebody wow wow because your spirit has a dna as your spirit is made to function in a certain way your spirit is supposed to be the lamp that is searching out the deep is continuously seeking out saying what must i clean out what must what junk should i get rid of what is not of god what is from god mm-hmm. your spirit is is made created in the image and the likeness of the lord mm-hmm. to seek for the things above but your flesh is opposite 
So when your flesh begins to introduce things to your spirit that was not supposed to be yeah. in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're looking at collision. This is amazing. Now you're looking at fear that was not supposed to be in your spirit. Yes. My mm, God. Mm. Your spirit mm. now is introduced to fear. Your spirit is now introduced to confusion. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to have confusion. You're supposed to be the light. Yes. Yes. You are supposed to be the solution in your company. Yes. You're supposed to be mm -hmm. the light in your family. Mm -hmm. Yet now you yeah. are confused. What introduced your spirit to this confusion? Mm -hmm. The voice of God came into that garden and asked Adam, who told you that you were naked? Who told you? Who told you? Were you supposed to be naked? Who gave you this information into your spirit that was not supposed to be in your spirit? Who told you that is the question of God? Who told you that you were naked? So it means that every time you allow sin into your heart, you allow a conflicting information into your spirit that will bring certain level of confusion into your mind. And now you're not thinking the way how God wants you to think. You begin to think the way that deceptive Satan wants you to think. Yes, yes. You allow anxiety into your spirit. Mm -hmm. You allow depression into your spirit. Mm -hmm. You allow confusion into your spirit. Everything that was making you powerful. Everything that was making you shine bright. Now you see, mm -hmm. it's starting to leak. Mm -hmm. Favor is starting to leak. Yeah. Grace is starting to leak. Mm -hmm. Order is now being replaced by chaos. And because of a chaotic spirit, now you can be taken advantage of. Now, you will make wrong decisions. Now, you don't feel like going to church anymore. Now, you start lose. You will start losing the interest for the things of God. Why? You didn't clean the lamp. You're supposed to clean the lamp every day. It is understood, people of God. It is understood that the lamp that is burning every day has to be cleaned every day. So don't allow the enemy to cause false guilt and condemnation in your spirit now. It doesn't matter how messed up you feel. It is understood that this lamp is supposed to be cleaned every day, every day of your life. 
there will not be a single day where you will not have to clean your spirit so pastor if you can just read that one more time you love justice and hate evil therefore god your god has anointed you <laughs> pouring out the oil of joy on you more than on anyone else <laughs> Oh yes 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 yes. Yes 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 yes. And the uh, level at which you love the things of God and the level at which you hate the things that God hates. Yes. There is an oil that will be poured out on you more than what? More than anyone else. Yeah, okay. ESV should say more than your companions. Yes, sorry. It says yes. It says you have loved righteousness and mm. hated wickedness. Therefore, mm. God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness mm. beyond your companions. Beyond your companions. Arobol <laughs> kosantaria. Beyond your companions. When you begin to every day look at your heart and say, I want to. do the right things i want mm-hmm. to say yes. the right things yes i want to think the right things yes because you see some of us we can pray for a long time mm-hmm. you've prayed for 3 hours and you come out of the prayer and in 3 minutes you have used your words to destroy your husband now you have quenched the light in your house mm-hmm. you feel better because you have now said everything in your head but now your husband's lamp is flickering his light is quenched i was hearing my father speak this he said if the the father and the mother and the children can come together maybe you're watching tv maybe you're coming together for supper you can come together and you are happy and you are laughing he said that atmosphere is the atmosphere where god dwells oh wow an atmosphere that you can create in your house an atmosphere of joy joy is an oil that will keep your spirit burning so some of you wonder wow. why is my spirit not burning bright wow because your tongue is quenching the light in your house wow oh my goodness you desire the the things of heaven but you are yet to manage the oil of gladness you are yet to manage how the oil can continue keeping the light burning bright in your house so that continual conflict in your spirit is now stealing the joy in your house stealing the oil you have allowed the enemy to steal the oil of joy mm. 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 that is supposed to yeah. sustain the light in your house yeah. the brightness in your house was directly connected to this oil of joy 
but you have allowed the enemy to steal that joy by living in condemnation by living in guilt <laughs> Wow. by living wow. in fear by living in self pity mm-hmm. and low mm-hmm. self esteem yeah you have now allowed satan hey people of god i'm telling you satan is very deceiving he knows how to make your light not be so bright it's simple he comes in to steal that joy mm-hmm. by dividing your heart I'm in a place where you're supposed to enjoy. You are sitting there sad. Yeah. The place where you're supposed to enjoy the anniversary with your spouse. Here you are, a loving the spirit of mourning and grief yeah. to lead you. Mm-hmm. Things that you could have shaken off. Things you could have forgiven. Things you could have been humble. you have allowed it to eat into your spirit yeah yeah don't blame your husband for it don't blame your wife for it don't blame your parents for it you allowed it to touch into your spirit mm-hmm. get a hold of your spirit today and it's a command to your spirit get hold of it say i am not going down this not after a teaching like this mm-hmm will you allow your light people we we made it all about fasting and prayer and jumping and worshiping and and we are doing all that but inside we have quenched the oil just by doing that adulterating the oil now the lamp is not burning the way it is supposed to burn you know the more pure the oil is the more clean the flame will be wow wow i want you to look into your spirit and say what is killing the joy of the lord mm-hmm. in my family mm-hmm. i need to bring my spirit into order yeah some of you are so busy pleasing god that you don't even care about the joy of your wife wow you're so busy pleasing god you feel like you have direct connection with god but you don't care about the environment you're creating in your house it's connected that is why satan attacks marriages that is why peter is telling husbands quick make peace with god because you don't want to have your prayers hindered mm-hmm. yeah there is a connection when your spirit is divided when the oil of joy is stolen from your house your lamp is not shining brightly anymore i pray right now please one more verse and i got we got to finish if you can go to isaiah 61 verse 3 please isaiah 61 verse 3 thank you holy spirit isaiah chapter 61 verse 3 mm. to grant to those who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes 
the oil of gladness instead of mourning. It is a choice for you to shake off that grief and mm -hmm. say, get out of my spirit. Yes. I will not remain in this, in this sorrow. Mm -hmm. I have the oil of gladness, the joy of the Lord, that which is my strength is available to me. I cannot stay in this. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. I cannot, it's a choice. So right now, I believe this morning, oh, if I were to tell you how I received this word, this, it would make sense because the Spirit of God was very clear that I share this with the people of God. This part, specifically. How the joy of the Lord is connected to how bright their lamp will shine. In this world, we have trials. But the one who overcome the world is with us. Yes. And he is saying, don't allow the Satan to win by allowing your spirits to remain down. Mm -hmm. Warriors. <laughs> warriors, warriors, warriors. Am I talking to warriors? Wow. Am I talking to my warriors of God? Huh? Is this the right audience? Is the warriors of God listening to me? Yes. Then hear me. Mm. This is an area you cannot allow the enemy to fool you. The joy of the Lord. <laughs> when King David got his wife stolen, children stolen, he had the right to be depressed. Mm. He had the right to be sad. And yet, the Bible says, he strengthened himself in the Lord. Wow. How is the strength of the Lord in him? Because the joy of the Lord is the strength. You can't strengthen yourself in the Lord without tasting the joy of the Lord. When you taste the joy of the Lord, strength comes. The reason why some of you don't have strength in your marriage, strength in your family, is because you've, you've allowed too much of complaining in your house. Mm. It's depressing to live with somebody who's non-stop complaining. You cannot allow that spirit to steal the bright light that you are. Your children are great bright light. Mm -hmm. You should not be the reason why that light is being quenched. Mm -hmm. Shift the environment right now. Something is happening. I feel it. And I release that over your spirit. Everything that needs to be broken let it be broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your light is going to shine brightly from this year. Remember, August 2020. Mark it. This word is transforming your life. Amen. You will never go back to normalcy. Amen. You are going to shine brightly.
Roni Read that again, Pastor. Yeah, oil of gladness. To grant to those who mourn in Zion, hmm. to give them a beautiful headdress hmm. instead of ashes. Okay. The oil of gladness hmm. instead of mourning. Hmm. The garment of praise yeah. instead of a faint spirit. Oh, there you are. <laughs> there you are. It's connected, people of God. It's connected. They're saying it's connected to what? The way they praise. The way they praise. What is it exchanging? Praise is being exchanged. For a faint spirit. So if you have a faint spirit, yeah. you can exchange it for praise. A spirit that has learned to dance before the Lord. Yes. A spirit that has learned to worship the Lord. Something happens. Oil of gladness comes over you and your lamp will begin to shine brightly. You cannot solve anything if you don't solve this deep sorrow that is in your spirit. I'm telling you, if you want your light to touch nations, if you want to move the mountains, you have to learn to deal with this spirit of sorrow. Get it out of your house. Yes. Get it out of your marriage. Yes. Get it out of your children. Yes. Get it out of your church. Yes. I know some of the churches have been playing this video. I'm praying that as you watch this, let there be great celebration in the church. Amen. Wherever you are watching, I wish somebody just jumps up. Somebody just shout. Somebody just, just do a dance wherever you are. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Earlier this day, I was, I, was, I was dancing in my backyard. Uh, there is a, a elderly grandma who saw me. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> she decided that, that this, 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 this brother, he must be dancing because he's hungry or something. <laughs> and she, she, she bought me tomatoes from her field. She plucked, she has a tomato garden. Yeah. She brought it in. And I was so embarrassed. I said, because I didn't realize that she was sitting inside among her plants and watching me dance. She was so happy to see me dance that she wanted to give me tomatoes. <laughs> oh, I tell you, heaven is coming down to your house. Amen. I'm telling you, something is happening in the church. Something Amen. is happening as you learn. You are learning to unlearn your bad habits. Amen. Yes. Come on now. Yes. Look at your neighbor and say, unlearn the bad habits. Learn to unlearn. Yes. The bad habits. Learn to unlearn the bad habits. Some of these habits ha happen to us in our house, in our families, in our environments. We were not taught these things. Mm -hmm. But now, when a teaching like this is coming to you, oh, bright lights, great lamps, you will shine. You are going to meet that Jesus, who is the brightest of all lights who is the creator of all the lights. If he is the great light, we are the children of light. The Lord wants you to be happy.
Satan wants you condemned. Satan wants you sad and upset about how miserable your life is going. And the Lord wants you to have hope again. And the Lord wants you to ignore the lies of the enemy and know that you are much loved mm. by Jesus. And that knowledge brings peace that knowledge knows that you can work on everything else in your life and the lord will never give up on you he will hold your hands and lead you from glory to glory to glory it is well shallow